Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. I was actually very excited to sit down and have this conversation with you guys today. And I always say I'm excited, but something that you guys know I'm super passionate about that I also know you guys have a lot of interest in. A lot of you guys I know are very passionate about it too. But it's this balance between getting fitter and up-leveling our health and fitness and achieving something that is super great. Like I always think about like the word greatness comes to mind where that's like a really cool word to me where you're doing something that like is not the normal beaten path. And it's something that takes a lot of work, a lot of grit, a lot of determination to be able to get there. I love that shit. But at the same time, we also have this side of TSM that's a little bit more soft and feminine, put it that way, just because like what I described was a little masculine, right? Where we have this other side of our journey where we want to feel good and feeling good doesn't always mean being the leanest, being the fittest, like always pushing our boundaries where we can be in stages where like we're a little softer and, and I don't mean softer, like physically on your body. I just want to make that super clear, but like we are more patient. We take more rest. It's, it's this balance between like going hard in the pain, but also having that downtime. I think both of those are really important on a fitness journey, but there are some hard truths about getting fit. And as much as I have been trying to be better at times in my own personal life at finding this balance between like when to turn up the heat, when to turn up the intensity, when to push myself to my limits. I also think there is a lot of importance with taking breaks and being gentle with ourselves and not always being like so hard on ourselves too. It's, it's this really fine balance in life, in relationships, in business, and especially in fitness. But there is a point in time when, you know, you do have to up level. And I know a lot of people come to this show. Obviously, a lot of people work with me because they want me to give it to them straight. They want me to give it to them real. They want me to make sure they are achieving their goals. And a lot of times we think we need a ton of discipline to get there. And I know I myth bust this all the time, but when you actually don't need discipline, but it just becomes a habit and a part of you, that's the place we all want to get to. But that's for a different conversation. Anyway, today's episode is on the topic of hard truths that you need to know about losing fat and that are incredibly important if you're trying to up-level your fitness journey, achieve something you never had before. Because I will tell you, it is really easy to start a journey. It is really easy to get a plan. I always say day one inside of the membership, day one inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body, in particular, when you get your plan after being on a call with us for an hour, it is so easy to get the calorie number, update my fitness pal, go to the grocery store even for the first time. The first day is the flipping easiest. Let me tell you, the first week, oh girl, it is like not the easiest because I know it's hard, but that's when you're most motivated. But there becomes a point in time that I've talked about actually so much this week with my clients that inspired this episode in the first place. But there's a point in time where doing what you are doing is not enough. I talked about this on a prior episode called Losing Your First 10 is Different Than Your Next 10. And we're continuing that conversation here because there are some hard truths about losing fat and up-leveling your fitness routine, whether you are a beginner or especially if you're more advanced, that I think more women need to hear. Because I think in the fitness industry right now, 
there are of course a lot of masculine energy about go hard in the paint. Like you got to be perfect all the time. You have to log every single calorie and food. And if you don't do it, you're horrible. Like there's that energy, very toxic. And we know at TSN, like that's not the vibe, but I think there also is a little bit of softening to the fitness industry because there's a lot of shame and just so much self-acceptance where you're supposed to radically just accept yourself with where you're at. And I think self-acceptance is an important part of making change. But if you are accepting yourself too much, sometimes we can get complacent and we can get comfortable. And I you know, firmly believe this. Some people might not agree with me, but if you are always just so comfortable with where you're at, you're never progressing. I think one of the best attributes that I even think about myself, what really helps me succeed in life, what has helped me achieve what I'm able to achieve just in my, just my own personal life and business is because I'm, it, it, I'm never satisfied. I always want more. And that's a double-edged sword because you should also be happy with where you're at. But there are some hard truths that I really think about that women need to understand to be able to actually up-level their fitness and not get complacent. And I think it's one of those topics where like, a lot of people might be nervous to talk about this on social media because they don't want backlash or they don't want people to think that we're trying to make everyone just be like hardos and you have to be working so hard all the time. But there are some important things that I think need to be said that I think will actually really help you. And by the end of this episode, I think you're really going to leave feeling inspired, having clarity on maybe some things that have to tweak and change to help you take it next level. Because the truth is you are here, you're already putting in the work, you're in a really great place. But if you are trying to further progress on your journey because you have been stuck for a period of time, you've been caught in some habit cycles that you just realize, wow, you know, I think I'm doing really good, but now I'm realizing, you know, there actually are some things that, you know, I need to, you know, dial in. I need to clean this up a little bit. And I'm not talking about clean eating. I'm talking about like some of those habits that sneak in. I know one of my habits is when I pass my cabinet and Josh last week decided to buy two bags of Reese's, which is very not him. Like we usually don't do that type of thing but he had two or not two full weeks. That's an exaggeration. We had one full week of him doing literally overnight shifts every single day. So he was like, this is the thing that's going to make me happy, which like shout out to anyone who does those shifts because that's literally horrible. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it, but that was like his little motivation. But for me, that sometimes brings in some bad habits for me because even when like, I'm not thinking, especially if I'm like super stressed, like I just open up the cabinet. And that's why I know so much with working with clients where we have these moments where like, we really think we're doing everything, but when we really get nitty gritty into our habits, we realize, okay, this is where we need to up level. This is where we need to tweak because if you're not where you want to be, there's always something that you need to do. Anyway, get excited. Three hard truths for losing fat and up leveling your fitness coming up now. Okay. The first hard truth we are getting into today, that is an important one, but doing what you love, meaning eating what you love and working out in a way that you love isn't always enough to get fit, or I want to use the word get fitter because we're talking about up-leveling, right? Being healthy is different, slightly different than the word fit. Fit insinuates there's a certain level of fitness involved. Now, fitness is not my entire specialty, meaning I talk a lot about food and nutrition. I'm not a personal trainer. I stick to my lane on that, even though I do talk a lot about fitness because I'm knowledgeable in it. But when I think about being your fittest and coming from a diet perspective, that doesn't just mean eating healthy foods. 
you also need to make sure you are eating strategically. And on the topic of working out, that also means working out strategically. You can absolutely still incorporate food items that you love, whether it's a certain food item or a certain type of workout, but there will be a certain point in time when doing what you're comfortable with, which is why I said the word comfortable before, eating and exercising in a way that you're comfortable with is not always what's going to get you to the place that you want to. It will help you maintain and maintain maybe a proper mental health maintain even some sort of physical fitness and body fitness and body composition. But for you to achieve something different, and I'm specifically talking about you guys are here because you want to lose fat and you might want to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. And by the way, we have some fun episodes coming up on that. It's coming up real soon. But when we want to lose body fat and build muscle, that very specific goal, and we want to get fitter, we want to look fitter and we want to get stronger and leaner and you know, push our fitness to the next level. We don't just want to be sitting on the couch all day. Like we we're like, okay, I'm ready. I want to get fitter. I want to, I want to feel strong and energized every day. Doing what you're comfortable with is going to keep you where you're at right now. There, you have to bend and stretch yourself to achieve something different. And that is the difference between staying where you are and going to where you want to be. You have to stretch yourself. Think of any goal you've ever accomplished in your life. Think of actually a specific goal that you've accomplished in your life. When you think about a specific goal in your life, and I want you to literally think about it, guys. That's why I'm saying it five times to give you a little bit more time. But that specific goal, think about some of the steps, and maybe even pause this episode for a moment. Think about the steps that you had to take and where you had to push yourself and maybe do something that felt uncomfortable or my favorite word, different, because really uncomfortable sometimes means it feels different. It might be a little challenging, but it feels a little different. And think about how it made you feel. When you first did that uncomfortable thing, gosh, that shit sucked. You had imposter syndrome. You second guessed yourself. You weren't sure, am I going to be able to keep doing it? Let me tell you, the first time I like started new, I start any new workout program, the first day I'm like, oh shit, I'm supposed to do this for eight weeks or, oh wow. Like I actually don't know if I'm ever going to do this again. I mean, there's a difference between hating something versus something being hard. And that's really important as well. But there is always a point in time where just eating and exercising in the way that you're comfortable with is not going to cut it. There are ways that you have to push and challenge yourself. And I think one of the easiest ways to think about this is actually with fitness And that's actually what I'm alluding to in this uh, hard pill to swallow about getting fitter, to be quite honest, because doing workouts that you love are great. And this is actually about a tough part of my journey to really simmer my teeth on because you can do the same workout over and over again. But when you are working out to change how your body looks, you have to do it with intention. I'll give you an example. If I am trying to get leaner and have a more hourglass figure, me doing very light rep workouts when I need to put on more muscle mass is not going to cut it. And not that I don't like lighter intensity workouts. I actually do. And I think some people can hyper respond to different things. I see that a lot in coaching. But there is also a point in time where when you aren't challenging yourself, your body isn't going to evolve and change. Think about a diamond. I love a good diamond, guys. A diamond only changes when it is under pressure. And in the same way, your physique 
is only going to change when you give it enough of a catalyst to change. A deficit is a great example of this. When you put your body in the position where I don't want it to suck. I don't, I don't want it to be a 1,000, 1,500 calorie deficit, something so crazy and restrictive. Not what we're talking about here. But when we even get our bodies into a slight deficit, you might feel it a lot at first. I had a client who we did a little bit of maintenance for her trip to Italy recently, and she went back into a deficit because I was like, I want you to just maintain. Italy is not the time and place for us to be tracking. Enjoy your trip. You've had such a hard summer. Like, you go, girl. Now she's going back into a deficit. She actually shared with me, Lauren, at first I was feeling hungry, but I actually didn't message you at first because it started to go away after. And it was that initial like change that was so shocking, similar to like the first day you start a workout program and you're like, holy shit. Or not even the first day, like the second or third day, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't walk and it's horrible. And you like really challenge yourself. I don't want it to always feel super hard for you, but do understand there becomes a point in time where doing the same thing, not progressing, not challenging yourself, not changing things, you're going to remain the same. And maintenance is not a bad thing. I do want to emphasize that. But if you are trying to up-level your fitness because you've been maintaining the same normalcy in your physique and how it looks, understand that you have to embrace a little bit of that uncomfortableness. You have to be prepared mentally for that uncomfortableness. And that's why you have to address mindset when you're going on a fitness journey. Because yes, it can feel easy. I get my clients all to the place where this shit feels easy, but it only can feel easy when you've gotten past the point where it feels uncomfortable. Because I will tell you this, if you're never getting into that uncomfortable zone, you are either, I feel like the 0.0001% where you just, you just respond to stuff and you don't even realize that it's uncomfortable. But for the 99.99999% of us, we're going to feel uncomfortable. We're going to feel the difference. It's going to feel shocking and jarring at first. And that is not a bad thing. Okay. The second hard truth about losing fat and up-leveling your fitness is eating healthy is not enough. It never is going to be enough. Actually, I lie. It is sometimes enough when you are brand new, you make a few small changes. And I just said this to a client, like I envy for my clients who are more advanced, meaning like they've been on their journey longer. They've lost a significant amount of weight. They've made a significant amount of changes already. I think so many women like resent the women that just begin, not because we're not happy for them. Like we're so flipping happy for you, but it can be, it can feel resentful at times because you see these women and they change the smallest thing. And maybe I'm talking to you and you see massive progress. And it's the best part about being a beginner. Like I think a lot of people have shame around being a beginner. Being a beginner is the best deal. You make the smallest amount of changes when you finally have the right plan, right? The TSM plan, the TSM method. You make a small amount of changes and then you totally realize, wow, I'm like seeing progress. And sometimes those changes are just, you try to healthify your diet a little bit. And yeah, healthy eating can help you easily get into a deficit, especially when your diet's a little bit out of control. But when you are up-leveling your fitness and trying to lose more body fat after you've already lost a good amount of body fat, or you've already seen some progress on the scale, you get to the point where eating healthy is not going to be enough. And you actually have to focus maybe more on the numbers, more on the specific choices, how you're pairing them together, what the totality of your day looks like for food. I know that doesn't sound sexy as I like to say, but like what your whole day of eating looks like, how that fits into the, the context of your week. And most importantly, we talk about nutrition targets. 
whether or not you track them, right? This is why I'm such a believer in tracking, at least for the beginning, is you have to understand if you're hitting your targets. And so often, I think so many women get so frustrated because they're eating healthy. But because they haven't really understood where are their nutritional needs, how does their metabolism work, what types of nutrition numbers, and our diet's more than numbers, but we can only talk about diet by talking about numbers. And why I say this is because your diet is not determined because, oh, you know, Susie likes these foods. Like, let's just plop on these numbers for her. No, like it's based on your statistics and your body and and your composition and your health. Like, this is a science. Sort of like if you prescribe a medication, we're not just saying, okay, everyone gets 10 milligrams or whatever. Like, it's based on your body. So healthy eating is inherently never going to be enough because you have to look at your body and you have to personalize this to your body. And so I think a lot of times it can get actually really frustrating for women when you are trying to eat healthy and it has worked for a period of time, but then you get to the point where it's no longer working. And I just want to argue it was working until it wasn't going to work. It was never just always just going to be, you eat healthy and it's going to work. You have to eat strategically to lose body fat. And it goes hand in hand with that first hard truth. So it's just important to understand that when you get to the point where you're up leveling your fitness, you have to get really specific on how you are eating. And it's not supposed to be obsessive. It's not supposed to feel tremendously hard when you set up your plan the proper way that we do inside of TSM. But it is strategic. It isn't just eat healthy foods whenever you want. Because chances are you've been doing that for a period of time and you feel really good and you can see great progress with it. But if you're not hitting specific benchmarks in your diet by eating specific quantities of foods at specific times, you are eating healthy, but you probably aren't eating healthy for fat loss because that takes more strategy. Okay, the third hard truth about losing fat and up-leveling your fitness is you will have to do things sometimes when you don't want to do them. This is one of those things that I think when you hear it, it sounds like, wow, that's that masculine energy coming out where you just need to be this die-hard fitness person. I don't want that to be the vibe of TSN. I never have wanted it to be the vibe. And I I really think, especially a lot of you guys that have been, been around hot, healthy, never hungry for a long time, you understand that isn't the vibe. But at the same time, and I don't know why I'm like so weird. I always talk about taxes with this, which is so funny because you always hear like the news of like people not paying their taxes or whatever. But I, I talk about taxes with this because like you have to be a citizen and pay your taxes. It's like part of the gig of being an American, right? For all my US-based listeners. Anyway, I bring this up because does anyone really want to do that? Probably not. No one loves to give half their paycheck to the government or however much we're giving at the end of the year, right? Like that doesn't sound fun for people, but we still do it. And so I think a lot of times in many different parts of life, especially our career and our education, I'm not even talking about like financial stuff, but our career and our education, we have to do things that sometimes we don't want to do. How many times was I in school and I had to do a project that I was like, how is this ever going to benefit me in the future? But in some way, shape or form, and actually this was really great advice I got in college. In some way, shape or form, I actually found purpose with those things I absolutely hated to do in the moment that I had to do. 
you know, a great example is I hated food service. I don't know if you guys know, but to become a dietitian, you actually have to do a food service rotation. That's part of like what you have to do in your internship to be able to get like even an opportunity to take the exam to get your credential. I hated food service. Literally the thought of working in a hospital kitchen was never something I wanted to do. And actually it's such an important job, underappreciated job, let me say, but I did have to do it. And part of that experience, I went into it with the advice that someone told me, which was get experience in so many different areas. And I could do a whole podcast on all the random ass jobs I had because of um, becoming a dietitian. But I went into it thinking about how can I use things from this but the great thing looking back actually is every time I did things I didn't want to do, I did actually learn something from it. So bringing it back to the whole fitness conversation, there are going to be times where you might not want to do something, but you are going to have to get really good at figuring out when it's worth it to do it versus when are the times to really give yourself a break? Because there are some times and opportunities, but I, I bring up all these other examples as I frame this conversation for you guys, because there are times where you will have to do something no matter what, whether or not you want to do it. But there also are times where you have the choice. And I do think a lot of times with fitness, we think about working out as it always is just a choice because compared to food, food is something we have to do every day. Now the choices we make, that is a choice but we have to eat food to be alive. That's a little different of a habit. I want everyone to get to the point on their fitness journey where they are doing it because they love it. But at the same time, there are absolutely times where I don't want to make the healthy choice. There are times where I know I need protein, but I just am literally not wanting it. I'm having the ick for it you know, on a certain day. There are times where my period gets the most of me and I'm like, I really just want to stuff my face with food and I don't want to be on track. And there are times where I know I haven't worked out in days because of travel or stress or honestly just like really chaotic scheduling. And then I wake up and I'm like, wow, today is the day I have to get my shit together. There are going to be times where I also give myself a little bit of a break and I cut myself more slack. That's something that I can't quite teach you. You have to practice it and learn as you go and learn that balance as a really important skill. But I do believe when you are trying to lose body fat and up-level your fitness, what happens for a lot of women is they, oftentimes when things get difficult, we always choose the easy way out. And a lot of times now our culture, when it comes to putting ourselves first, it either is so unbelievably toxic where you burn yourself out always doing what you don't want to do, but you're forcing yourself to do it. Think of like horrible fad diets that, you know, make you cut out carbs and eat very low calorie and be super crazy about it. And maybe like do two a day workouts, like the intensity side of the spectrum. And you then resent it. And then you end up like really not being fit at all. And like, you never solve the problem. But there's this other side that I know a lot of women struggle with, especially if you're one of those people on your journey where you procrastinate a lot, where you always kind of choose the easier way out. And I will be the first to admit, there are a lot of times in my life where I like to choose the comforting, easy way out. Like when I'm tired, I don't want to do certain things. But when you are first beginning or specifically up-leveling your fitness journey, you have to be prepared that yes, it's going to feel hard, but there are times where you can't just go off your emotions. You can't just decide I'm not going to get up today and do my workout or else there might be for some women 
months where you're not doing it. And I will also say just getting started is the hardest part. So that's also intertwined into this conversation, but you will have to do things sometimes when you don't want to do them. You will have to show up for yourself sometimes when it's really hard. And part of it is because of the promise you've made to yourself because you are dedicated to losing this weight, to up-leveling your fitness, achieving something you haven't had before. I think discipline and willpower are words misused in the fitness industry, but they are important concepts. Discipline and willpower has been hijacked by toxic, like masculine energy in the fitness community at times. I, and I'm talking about masculine energy, like hating on men. Like I love men. They're great. <laughs> um, I know sometimes they can be horrible, but we all have our days, right? But at the same time, I feel like you have to get really intuitive with how you're using discipline and willpower. And there are times where honestly, many times, especially as you try to get in a deficit, as your mindset starts to play games with you because you're being so hard on yourself as you're just beginning this journey and like it's getting harder. You have to get really good at not just giving into the easy option. And I think sometimes, particularly with social media, when you hear a sound lip of this, it comes off as toxic. But when you really think about it in your career, if you have children, I actually heard this example recently and it resonated with me. If you have a child who's in school and you're flipping exhausted and you realize, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I want to take a 3 p.m. nap, but you have to go pick up your child. Are you just not going to pick your son or daughter up? No, you have discipline there. But for some reason, when it comes to our health and fitness goals, we're a lot easier to tap out. Maybe because we have more food choices. Maybe you've been so burned by diets in the past that it almost has drained us of our discipline in the first place. But I bring up this example because you have discipline and willpower in you, and particularly for specific situations in your life. We just sometimes choose to take the easier way out, and we want to explore maybe why we take the easier way out, because that can really paint a picture of why discipline and willpower is particularly hard when it comes to maybe prepping food or maybe going to your workout class that you had scheduled. Ultimately, you don't have to be perfect all the time. There are times where I say, you know, I, I'm skipping it today. But you have to understand that threshold where you're not going to go past because sometimes we are the thing that's standing in our own way. We are the, actually the thing that's making excuses. The diet sometimes isn't the problem. Sometimes you could have a really kick-ass plan. And it's not just about me saying have more willpower and do it. If you're having trouble doing what you need to do, you have to ask yourself why. Dig deeper. Figure out why you can't show up for yourself because ultimately, if you don't solve this problem, it's going to hold you back from weight loss because you will have to do things when you don't want to do them. And if right now you're having so much resistance to doing things that you need to do and you keep putting them off, it, sometimes it's not the diet. Sometimes it's not the workout plan. It's your relationship to it. So let that simmer in. These are some hard-hitting truths. And know that if you need more support, I got you, girlfriend. You can join us inside of the membership. Or if you're wanting me to personally coach you, I always got you inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body, which I must add, this episode is coming out in August. And literally just for the month of August, we're like literally a few days away from this going away. We are offering only for the month of August one additional private coaching call 
in addition to all of the coaching, all of the accountability, all of the full-blown 90-day Fit Bay Body Coaching Program, everything you get in it, we're also including a bonus private coaching call, which is so cool that you'll be able to use anytime throughout the program especially if you're feeling stuck, you want to explore your mindset more. You want us to help you uplevel your fitness, your diet, give you even just a little bit more personalized feedback. Now you get so much feedback in the program from your progress tracker that we have access to and we create for you. We do a full blown personalized onboarding call right when you sign up, which is literally so iconic because we're literally looking at your diet and telling you, okay, girlfriend, this is your exact game plan. And this is exactly what I want you to do based on how you are eating now. So iconic and amazing. Um, also, we have literally weekly coaching calls. You can message us inside of our community area whenever you need support. Say you're going to dinner. I got you, girl. But yes, for the month of August, we are doing one additional bonus personal call that you can use whenever in the program. So it's like the last time for you to be able to snag that, guys. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will see you next time. And I love you all and have a great week. Bye.